0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Because there's, because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new Title Town. It's Breaking Boston with Fitzy. Happy 5th of July, everybody. Hope you and America had a fabulous birthday. 247 years old. Never looked better. How we doing? Breaking Boston for July 5th, 2023. Nick Fitzy Stevens here with you. And yes, of course, baseball is in full swing. The midsummer classic, the all-star break. Just around the corner, the Red Sox celebrated America's birthday by barely showing up and leaving a ton of men on base. But, you know, that's how the Mercurial Baseball Bunch of Boston does in the year 2023. Celtics making some small moves to bolster the bench. The Bruins hemorrhaging talent left and right. Welcome back, Looch. But we take our talents to Foxborough today. Or rather, let's talk a little football because we are exactly three weeks away from training camp 2023 at this very moment. How about this? We are just – carry the three over there – We're just 67 days away from the kickoff of the 2023 Patriots and NFL season. Football is inching closer by the day to our lives. Thank goodness. I personally can't wait. As we've discussed here on Weei and, of course, the Six Rings and Football Things podcast, what we may be stumbling into could be one of the more interesting, intriguing, as Andy Hart likes to say, fascinating football seasons in recent, if not all, Patriots memory. Because we don't exactly know what this team is going to be yet. Are they going to be one of the top 10 defenses in the NFL? Will they have a vastly improved offense? Can Mac Jones not just return to form, but make a leap on offense and return not only to his form of 2021, but take a step into the conversation of the better quarterbacks in the NFL? And yesterday, while hosting the midday program on the 4th of July, I stumbled across a statistic from Warren Sharp at Sharp Football that caught my eye and made me think, you know what? Actually having a productive, proficient, if not dynamite offense in the NFL doesn't necessarily mean you have to have an elite set of wide receivers. It doesn't mean that you have to have the tallest guys, the strongest men with the widest catch radius, field stretchers, burners, deep threats. No, 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 no. No, what you need, obviously, is a super talented quarterback, and this stat happens to lead into the best quarterback in the NFL. But when I saw this, I thought, this this is, this is how the modern NFL works. This is, this is something eye-opening, and it almost even reminded me of the early days of the Patriots. Okay, so here's the stat. This comes out on the 4th of July, late in the morning, from Warren Sharp at Sharp Football. Truly wild stat. Average length of Patrick Mahomes TD passes in 2019, they traveled 17.3 air yards. Yes, I know. Editorial note. Yes. We have a new stat air yards per touchdown pass, but it makes sense. Hold tight. 2020, 13.0 air yards. 2021, 8.5 air yards. All right. So they're going down. We went from 17.3 air yards traveled in 2019 a year in which Patrick Mahomes, I believe, was the most valuable player of the National Football League on his way to winning Super Bowl 54 a year after Tom Brady defeated him in the AFC Championship in Kansas City. Mahomes caught the entire NFL by surprise, took it by storm, and has pretty much consistently been the best player in the NFL after, uh, after winning his first Super Bowl, or rather after Tom Brady's last one with the Patriots. This one is mind-blowing. Kansas City Chiefs, last year's Super Bowl champion, great Super Bowl against the Eagles. 2022, Patrick Mahomes, average air air yards traveled per touchdown pass. Last season, just take a guess. We've gone from 17.3 to 13 down to 8.5. In 2022, Patrick Mahomes and all 41 touchdown passes averaged 4.5 air yards traveled only one, one touchdown pass he threw in 2022 traveled more than 19 yards. Now, when you think of Patrick Mahomes, you think best quarterback in the NFL, most electric player in the NFL, already in the conversation for top five quarterbacks of all time. And he's rewriting the story, the narrative on who he is, what a legend he'll be, how to play quarterback in the NFL and more, correct? How in the world did this guy, the ultimate playmaker, Mr. Improvisational, the most dynamite quarterback, likely the first quarterback taken in every fantasy league, although Jalen Hurts would probably like to have something to say about that, and we'll see how Lamar Jackson's looking this year as well, maybe even Josh Allen. How in the world did he throw 41 touchdown passes, and they traveled 41 times 4.5? That's 185 air yards total. 185 air yards total for 41 touchdown passes. So now you'll say, all right, I'm dying to hear how he's going to try to stitch this into the Patriots and make this a relevant talking point for an offense that only threw 16 touchdown passes last 17, I believe total last year for the Patriots. I think 14 for Mac and three for the zapper. Like I was a pretty mate. I think it was all right. 18, I believe, excuse me. So yes, we had uh, yeah. How in the world are we going to Mac Jones last year, 14 touchdown passes and 11 picks. And I believe the zapper had four touchdown passes. So they had less than half of Patrick Mahomes. They probably traveled many more air yards. I don't have the air yard stats on Mac and zappy hour last season. Don't really need them. Don't really care. I'm focusing on this year's offense. 4.5 air yards traveled per touchdown pass. Now, obviously the way Patrick Mahomes moves, obviously the way Patrick Mahomes Changes his presence in the pocket, drops his arm angle, throws over the top, throws on the run, throws backwards, throws when he's not looking this way, throws it over that way, sidearm, everything. The guy can make any play on the field from any position at any time. But 185 air yards total for 41 touchdown passes. And who are the receivers last year? Think about it. The depth chart last year for the Kansas City Chiefs, Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid calling plays together. Helps, obviously, to have very creative offensive play callers and a quarterback that can move anywhere, think on the fly, and execute things with the physical grace and improvisational brilliance of a Patrick Mahomes. Last year, he's throwing to Okay, obviously, the most productive offensive tight end in the NFL in Travis Kelsey. And then, basically, you're looking at Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Sky Moore. uh, At the end of the season, Kadarius Toney. Uh, and running backs like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Jarek McKinnon, and Isaiah Pacheco, a seventh-round rookie out of Rutgers. That was quite alliterative. That's not exactly a world-breaker of a fantasy roster right there. That is certainly not. Tyreek Hill had already taken his talents down to South Beach, so you, you weren't looking at the same deep game. Obviously, early on, the offense with Nicole Hardman, and Ty, when he was younger and was healthier with Kansas city, Tyreek Hill, they would hang it high and let it fly. They aired it out. And that's what their offense was. And that's what everyone was afraid of. I don't think people are defending the Kansas city chiefs now based off of the previous reputation of Tyreek Hill and what they believe the Kansas city chiefs to have been. I think people are having a difficult time defending Kansas city because of the fact that you never know which way they're going to go with the ball and having a bunch of unique playmakers who are great with the ball in space, running backs that can catch passes, guys like Juju Smith-Schuster that aren't afraid to work the slot, fight for the yak. That's one of the biggest things. We know Juju Smith-Schuster is a yak monster. That's why we love seeing him. If he's healthy this season, he's been dealing with a little bit of a knee issue. That's something to monitor. We'll get later on on the Six Rings podcast into why the wide receiver room is becoming a little bit of an issue for the Patriots. Between he and Tyquan Thornton, so you've got all these guys that are that are yak monsters and that are great with the ball in space. And all Patrick Mahomes really is doing is finding ways to just get the ball into their hands. Dare I say, here's a throwback, Pats fans, was a little dink and dunkish. Now wasn't that one of the main criticisms most people had of Tom Brady and the Patriots offense for all those years before, obviously Randy Moss stretched the field had his incredible seasons with the New England Patriots, including 2007 when he had the most touchdown passes, touchdown catches ever in a season for a wide receiver. That was the whole thing. Ah, Tom Brady, he's just, he's sis Tom. It's a system. It's all just dink and dunk. Well, you know what? It was pretty damn effective uh, to the point of pretty much always being in the AFC championship or winning a bunch of Super Bowls. Yeah, Brady could throw darts. Yeah, Brady could air it out. Obviously there were some, there was some field stretching at times, and later on, when you have guys like Gronk, uh, uh, he was able to do different thi- do different things with his powerhouse, unique skill set as well. But like Chris Hogan, stretched the field a couple of times, but not exactly somebody that you're going you know, that was a track meet star, if you will. He had Brandon Cooks for one year, but Amendola, Edelman, a lot of throwing to the running backs as well. The grand summation of all this being in 2023, with Bill O'Brien bringing in the Patriots offense that he knew from before the Houston offense that he worked on, what he was able to learn in Alabama with unique formations, doing things differently than people would expect. And with the talent that the Patriots have this year, I think with the talent they currently have on the roster, with the running backs that they have, Ramondre Stevenson, great with the ball in space, Juju Smith-Schuster, Yak Monster, Kendrick Bourne, able to play all over the field as a wide receiver, tight ends like Mike Kosicki, who's a Who's a, who's a wide receiver basically in tight ends clothing. As we've said, none of these guys are bombs away guys. None of these guys are downfield threats. None of these guys are field stretchers. These are all guys that make their plays. They, they work the short yardage and not only do they make the short yardage work, but uh, they work with the ball in space. These are all guys that once you can just get the ball in their hands, they're able to make things happen. So what needs to happen this year? Two things I would love to see. One, I would love to see Bill O'Brien trust Mac Jones to be able to move around and with tricky formations, putting these guys in space, uh, slants, crosses, rubs, everything that you need to do, give these guys a chance to make plays. You're not going to see Matt Patricia trying to work the ball down the field. Uh, you know, you're know, you not going to see a, a lot of the stuff you saw like week three against Baltimore when they started going for the 50-50 balls to Devontae Parker and then Mac Jones threw a bunch of interceptions. Then they lost confidence in him. Then there was more frustration on the offense. Then Mac Jones gets hurt as well. All of that, all that stuff, I don't think you're going to see that this year. I think you're going to see more plays designed to find ways to get guys open quickly and allow them to make plays in space. That's the first thing I want to see. I want to see Mac Jones, as we've seen, he was saying, joking at uh, at OTAs, like he's good for at least five rushing touchdowns this year. He's been working on his running. He's been working on his moving. Depending on the tackle situation and how the offensive line performs, Mac Jones have, may actually have to be moving around in a Mahomes-like capacity this year. So number one, I want to see the guys on offense, in space, Bill O'Brien trying to be as creative as possible, working these guys open quickly so Mac Jones can find ways to get the ball in their hands. As my, as my old man used to, see, used to say, Nico, you know what I want to see Offense on offense? I want to see trickery and deceit. And number two, as of right now, your New England Patriots are the betting favorite, according to DraftKings, to sign not only DeAndre Hopkins, they're minus 120 right now. They are the prohibitive favorites to sign DeAndre Hopkins. But wait, there's more. They are also now the favorite, according to DraftKings, to sign Dalvin Cook. Now, we know why you want DeAndre Hopkins, because obviously the guy finds ways to get open. He plays a similar role to Devontae Parker. Trust me, both of them could find a way to work out together on the team. He has great hands. Obviously, he would make everyone's life on the team better. But don't think of DeAndre Hopkins as, you know, a wide receiver that's going to be stretching the field. This isn't D-hop from five, six, seven years ago. He's not even really a deep threat type of guy. He's a get open, work in space, creative, root running, improvisational type of guy. I'd love to see them get him, but Dalvin Cook is the one that really intrigues me. That's the one that I've started to turn my attention and my desires to. Why? Because if you have Ramondre Stevenson and Dalvin Cook on the same offense that features Juju Smith-Schuster and Mike Gesicki and Kendrick Bourne, guys that are good in short space, guys that can find a way to get open, guys that are different types of wide receivers, guys that are great with the yardage after catch, guys that'll fight for those extra yards, And then you add two running backs that are bowling balls between the tackles, but also great in short space, great with the ball in their hands, excellent soft hands, catching passes. You see the stats right there that uh, producer Cooper Leonard brings up on Dalvin Cook. Guy's been over 1,100 yards each of the last, I think each of the last four seasons, peaked with 16 touchdowns a couple years ago. Just imagine the formations. Just imagine the way that Bill O'Brien can get creative putting Ramondre and Dalvin Cook on the field at the same time. I'm not going to say, Hey, the 2023 Patriots can be the 2022 Kansas city chiefs. But if I told you before I ran through all those stats and all that air yardage nonsense, as we stitch it from Kansas city 22, hopefully into Patriots 23. If I told you Patrick Mahomes threw 41 touchdown passes last year, and I said, and I asked you then, how many air yards do you think those passes traveled? You'd probably say like, I don't know, average 10, 12, whatever. I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes got one of the strongest arms. He loves to chuck it down the field. No, so many of the shovel passes, quick flares, a slant over the middle, and then let let Travis Kelsey do his thing, shake and bake guys. Just get it in the hands of Jarek McKinnon and watch him wiggle his way through the line. Put it in the hands of Pacheco. Watch him power his way into the end zone. Just get it, just flare it out to get Arius Tony and let him use his elite speed and playmaking abilities. That's what they did last year. And that's why you want to bring in a guy like Dalvin Cook. You can have two dominant running backs, two true alphas on the same team. You would spare the extra miles that you would put on the tires of Ramondre Stevenson. You can find ways to ha- let Dalvin Cook become a playmaker. I think the New England Patriots need to look to the way the Kansas City Chiefs did business last year, not throwing the ball down the field. Not being so risky with their passing, letting their playmakers make sp- like make plays in space, quick outs, flares, shovels, everything. Of course, you want your quarterback to try to play like Mahomes. Of course, you want your offense to look like the Kansas City Chiefs. But what Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy were able to do last season, without the Tyree kills and the Cole Hardmans without the elite field stretchers, without the guys that you want to draft first in fantasy because they're off, they're unbelievable possession downfield threat receivers. What they were able to do last year is not only admirable, it's damn near spectacular. Over 40 touchdown passes for an MVP caliber quarterback, that's not a surprise. But with the talent that they had, which honestly the New England Patriots will have comparable if not Potentially slightly better talent, especially if they add D Hop or Dalvin Cook, or hell, why not both? Mr. Kraft said spending money is not going to be an issue. Dalvin Cook continues to like those tweets. He's begging the Patriots to sign him. Bring these guys in, get creative, and try to have the Patriots' offense look like last year's Kansas City Chiefs offense when everyone else in the AFC East is trying to throw long, risky passes, going down to Steph Diggs, making him happy, Waddle and Hill. Who knows what the Jetropolitans and Aaron Rodgers and all his guys he brought in from Green Bay and Garrett Wilson are going to be trying to do. Look to the Kansas City Chiefs for last year. I think that would be a huge key to success for the, New- for the New England Patriots 2023 offense. Yeah. Hey, thanks Thanks so much, Fitzy. So all Mac Jones has to do is play like Patrick Mahomes. Great podcast. I'm telling you, doesn't have to play like Patrick Mahomes. That style of offense they ran last year is effective in an NFL where everyone thinks you have to have burners and field stretchers and more sign D hop, or at least sign cook, maybe both and allow Mac Jones a chance to make plays and trust his guys to get in space and do their thing. They will be in the end zone. They will take it to the six point house far more often this season. Uh, A fun little stat to leave you with right here from at, underscore ML football, an excellent follow. Did you know New England Patriots quarterback Mac Jones finished with a 65.2 completion percentage after 67.6 in his rookie season. Jones joins Chargers' Justin Herbert and Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow as the only NFL quarterbacks to have completed at least 65% of their passes in their first two seasons. Herbert and Burrow are the only quarterbacks to accomplish this feat in their first three seasons. And people want to slander and criticize Mac Jones all the time. With the talent he's got right now, he's going to be able to do that. The accuracy will be back. You give him D Hop or Cook or both and watch out. Hey, maybe the 23 Pats will be the new 22 Chiefs. All right. There's a little hot cup of football talk to get your day after the 4th of July, July 5th, going right there. Thanks for tuning in to Breaking Boston, everyone. Whatever is the story of the day, whatever piques our interest, and we think you, the Boston Sports Superfan, will want to talk about here each and every day for your downloading and listening pleasure. Rate, review, subscribe, and share if you get a chance. I'll be back tomorrow with some more breaking Boston talk. Thanks very much, your old pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens at Fitzy GFY here for producer Cooper Leonard and everyone at WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Hey, listen, Mac Jones, could he be the new Patrick Mahomes? No, but can the 23 Pats be the new 22 Chiefs? I think so.